Hey guys, it's Editing Cat here, and I wanted to let you know that the first few minutes of this audio is absolute trash. We tried so hard to save it. It cuts out a few times, um, so just please, please hang in there. I promise you it gets better. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. I'm here with Steph. This is, it's sad, but I thought it was kind of funny, too. Um, It says, man dies of heart attack after murder. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Sheriff's police say... Joseph McKinnon strangled Patricia Ruth Dent, then died of a heart attack while trying to bury her body in his yard. McKinnon told a neighbor in Trenton, South Carolina, that the hole he was digging in his yard was a water feature to enhance his garden. But a different neighbor subsequently spotted McKinnon laying face down motionless beside the pit on Saturday morning. Uh, Sheriff Department says, we continue to investigate the yard and this huge garden. The house had been freshly cleaned, but we by a small amount of blood that tested to be hers. That took us back to the pit he was digging. We got down in the pit, started digging around, and we uncovered enough that we found black garbage bags. She had been hit in the face, but was not. Well, that escalated quickly, didn't it? But that's like instant karma. Yeah. Yeah, when I was trying to find mine, I found like some kind of like cutesier ones like this uh, dog. I forget exactly where it was at, but this dog was had like gone missing and had somehow wandered uh, like 10 miles from his home or whatever and like broke into this family's like vacation home. And just, like, went to sleep in their, like, bed or whatever. And these people came home from their vacation home and just had, like, this random dog just, like, chilling in their bed. (laughs) And then there was some other ones, like, (laughs) this one cracked me up. So, apparently, there's been this new breed. Yeah, anyways. So, apparently, there was this new species of millipede that was discovered. And they're naming it after Taylor Swift. They're calling it a <laughs> Swift of something or other. Why? I, 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 I have mean, no idea. If I were the person that found it, I'd be a little pissed. Right? I don't know why they're going to name it after Taylor Swift, though. I mean, why? why? Like, what made them, you know, th- sitting there looking at this millipede and be like, you know what? That millipede looks like Taylor Swift. Let's call it, let's call it Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> oh, shit. But... Yeah. So, yeah, those are kind of some of the funnier ones that I found. I didn't find anything as good as yours, but, yeah, those are a couple that I looked up and I found. It's crazy. I wonder how Taylor Swift feels to be named after a millipede. Or to have a millipede named after her. 
I I think I would feel a little insulted. Me too. I'd be like, bro, listen, no. Lifefly after me. <laughs> right. Something people like, not something people run away from. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you guys see where uh Ace Bears had a miscarriage? Mm. I did not. You know, we could always uh, look at uh, Destry Smith's What the Fuck News and just use some of those stories because some of those are hilarious. Never heard but of it. For wow. me, to check it out. Brittany Spears' Instagram is insane. I she likes to be naked a lot. Yeah, especially well, now that she's out and whatever, she's like yeah. been. She can do whatever she wants now. Though it really doesn't matter what type of body you got. If you want to show it off and you're comfortable in it, then go for it. Oh, yeah. No, I was just like so a little bit shocked because I thought it was fake at first because I'm just like, oh, wait, no, this is not fake. She, she is just flaunting her shit. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you see the one where she just, she's like naked and she has her hand over her boobs? Yes. Like, yep. yeah, she's like straight up naked. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. How old is she now? 49, I think. Wait, no. What? Oh, oh I did she's see. 40. She's 40. 40? Yeah, she's born in 1981. I was going to say, like, she's in her 40s. Still, still, like, she doesn't look like it. Another story I saw, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, So where the, uh, the movie or, like, I don't know exactly what it is, but where they did the movie Moulin Rouge, um, they're renting out that location for as like an Airbnb. Ooh, that would. And yeah, it's like nine hundred and something dollars a night though. <laughs> yeah, but that would be really cool. I mean, because you got the whole place to yourself, but still like nine hundred something dollars a night. Like, no, thank you ridiculous that's like justin and i are thinking about going camping next weekend for like memorial weekend yeah and we like tried to find like airbnb cabins which apparently is a thing so that was kind of cool um somewhere near like deep creek or um somewhere where like we had lakes and trails and just like stuff like that but we didn't really want to just like rush it so we found this place in like oakland which isn't too far, I guess, from, like, Deep Creek and all that. But it's a very rustic cabin. I'm talking, like, electric is, like, one room only. And, like, the shower's, like, outside and stuff. So it was, like, kind of cool. And they still wanted, like, 200 and some dollars a night to stay in this, like, little-ass cabin. that doesn't. It doesn't even have bedrooms in it. Because sometimes you find really good deals on Airbnb and other times you're just like, what in the hell? Like, I'm not paying this much for this. Like, they have this site, um, Tenterer or something like that, where they have these, like, glamping tents, which just means that it has a bed in it. It's not even, like, a real bed, but it has a bed in it versus being just, like, you laying on the ground. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, $100 a night. I know um, in Astigue. Assateague Island, Britt and I were going to go. Um, it was the same year our grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you can rent out camping area. You have to bring mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. But you can get it directly on the beach with its own picnic table and stuff for, I think, how much was it? $60 a night? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. We honestly just thought about roughing it at the river, like, just grabbing a tent. Because my dad's friend, Alan, has a tent that he told us we could borrow. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, bigger tents. So, obviously, we don't need that much space. But, like, it's free. So, like, we'll just put it up. But we thought about just going down to, like, the river, like, Opakiski, Lock and Dam or something like that. And just staying in in the tent. Yeah. Um, like, if your vehicle is big enough, you can clear out the back seats and put, like, a small air mattress in the back. Yeah, I've actually thought about that because I have a Durango uh, Citadel. So, I have a third row mm-hmm. uh, that I can put down and we could sleep in the back of the yeah. back of it. Which would be kind of cool. I don't know. We just really wanted to do some kind of camping and like fishing and stuff um, just to get away for a little bit. Because I've always wanted to go camping, but I've never had anybody who wanted to go camping. So um, now that he wants to go camping, I'm like, yes, like, let's do that. For sure. Ideally, I wouldn't like to like, I guess if I have to rough it, that'd be cool. But I'd rather just stay in like a cabin, even if it's a rustic cabin. Mm-hmm. Just, Ooh. you know. Yeah, if you ever like, if you want to like save up the money, you guys should totally go down to uh the Seneca Rocks uh smoke hole cabins. Yeah, I actually the stayed there d- during my honeymoon. Uh, we went to oh, the never mind. Mocha. I'm sorry, scratch <laughs> <laughs> that, don't go there. <laughs> Although, we could go down there and rent one of the sweetheart cabins. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking down. about. Yeah. Like a whole new honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So that would be kind of fun. Because I think at the Sweetheart Cabins, they have like heart-shaped jacuzzi mm-hmm. tubs in them. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I stayed at one before. It was like with an ex. But it was pretty nice. But so me and this dude weren't even dating actually at this time. Like we were just like, we were legit friends. We didn't even do nothing. Like he slept all on the couch and I slept on the bed. Which everything's open, but it doesn't matter. But oh my god, I got so embarrassed. So I went to use the... <laughs> jacuzzi stuff and this this is just why i don't take bubble baths like i take hot baths i just don't take bubble baths Mm -hmm. i i do not know how much bubbles to put in and uh well we stayed there by the way in like february or something so you know it's in the rocks it gets really snowy and there was like a foot of snow outside Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I'm out there in a bikini shoveling bubbles outside the cabin. What is so? Because literally, I always filled up the fucking cabin with bubbles because that's, I, I put too much bubbles in. So just avoid that and you'll be good. But it's it's pretty awesome. I, I freaking loved it because like there's firewood and everything. And but yeah, that's what I was suggesting was the actual like like honeymoon or sweetheart cabins, whatever they're called, because they are so nice, like so nice. Yeah, it's definitely something we'll have to keep in mind because we've decided that like we're gonna try to do more things together because neither of us have really had anybody that wanted to do things yeah. together. So like we're gonna try to do things to like make memories and stuff because honestly, like I live my life on like experiences and stuff but i've never had anybody that would be willing to do that and now that i do i'm like 
let's do it you know like <laughs> so hopefully there's a lot of traveling and a lot of things in the future you just gotta make it happen like the only like thing because okay so i'm a very random person uh i mean you guys should know that by now but like if mm -hmm. you didn't know how random i am um i literally just do random trips like i don't plan that shit I might plan, like, one thing, and then it leads into ten other things that turns in from, like, a few-hour trip to literally, like, four-day trip somehow. So, there's that. And it's just, uh, but my biggest thing is, is that... Yeah, I just really want to go to a music festival, because I've never really done anything like that. And Burning I think that'd be really cool. I've actually heard, like, Burning Man and Coachella actually suck. Yeah, Coachella, if you're not, like, popular, you might as well not even go. Because it's just, it's loud, obnoxious, and there's just a bunch of, like, um, influencers and shit just coming to take pictures of them being there, and people were partying and being stupid. Mm. So, I mean, if you like that scene, then, like, go for it, but I'm not one of those people, like, I'm I'm okay to, like, have a drink occasionally, but, like, not like that, not in front of people like that. It's mm -hmm. just ridiculous. Definitely not worth me going, flying from here to California. Oh, God, no. We'll spend yeah, 50 like bucks at the Dollar General for like snacks and stuff and mm -hmm. have a silent disco. Yeah. We actually thought about doing something like that. I don't know what brought it up, but Justin and I were talking one day. I think it was like around prom weekend. And I was like, you know what? I didn't get to go to prom. And I was like, what if we threw a prom for everyone who couldn't go to prom? Oh my and like, God. I mean, you got to dress up. You got to wear your gown. Absolutely. You got to do the whole yards. Do it. I'd love to. I think I might. I might make it around like October though. So it's like a Halloween-y kind of thing. Yes. So, but I'd really like to because, you know, I didn't get to go to prom and I'd love to dress up and go to a prom, you know? I didn't go either, but let's yeah, I don't think any of us went. Even if, okay. I'll plan a prom then. Even if I was <laughs> in high school, I probably still wouldn't go to a prom in high school. I'm pretty sure. Wait, Steph, did you graduate? I didn't graduate from UHS. I got my GED. Okay, then we're all dropouts. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ended up graduating the year after. I actually got, I passed the GED in 2011, which would have been the year that we would have graduated. <clears throat> but then I didn't actually graduate until May of 2012, which I walked graduation for like MTech. I didn't know that you could walk for graduation at MTech. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Yeah, me either. But <laughs> um, I got my GED the same day. UHS students graduated. So cool. technically I graduated on time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know that MTech well. did it either. I went to because this is at a time where like I said it's like issues like with shipping my diploma out or whatever. So they had me come into the office and they're like, Well, here's your uh they gave me a uh, tassel. And like, yeah, you missed graduation, I'm like no one told me. <laughs> yeah, like nobody gave me a tassel. Well, I think it's because, like I said, they they were having issues with shipping. I don't know. Yeah, but you got yours after mine. Yeah, I got mine in twenty eleven. 
Yeah, but did you have any issues with shipping? Because, like, nope. I had to go actually pick up my... No, I didn't have a single issue. I, grad- uh, I graduated from there, and they told me it would take three days to get my diploma. And by the third day, I had my diploma. I thought it was crazy when I went to do, like, the GED. And, like, because, you know, you had to do, like, the prep classes and shit. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of that. It was freaking Miss McGilton that was there doing the prep classes <laughs> for impact. I was, like, awesome. She was, like, really rooting for me. She was, like, let me show you this. And she was, like, helped me out and everything. If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have even, like, kept going to get it done. Because I was going through a lot of shit then with, you know, Eric and mm-hmm. shit. So, I almost didn't do it. But Miss McGilton was, like, you got to do it. Just keep going. You're doing great. She was teaching me stuff. So, thank God for her. And thank God she remembered me from eighth grade. I ended up walking graduation with a kid younger than me. Which was hilarious. Uh, his name's Kevin John. I actually grew up with him. And somehow we ended up in the same graduating class. I was like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> and freaking Anna. I forget what her last name is. But she was like a super, super senior. Plus a dropout. And had taken the GED test like three times. And still didn't pass. And finally she graduated with us. Which was kind of funny. But... Yeah, she was really extra though, kind of annoying. She tried, she tried to like take over the entire like graduation. Oh, gross! Just like the way she dressed and the way she acted, and when they ask you to like if you want to say anything, like she like said this whole like freaking paragraph of shit. I was like, oh my god, shut up! You dropped out. You're not valedictorian, right? Exactly. (laughs) Calm your ass down. But it was funny because he grew up with me, but he was technically a whole ass grade yet lower than me and graduated with me at the same time. I was like, great. But it was cool to have somebody I knew in graduation with me. Yeah, see, like, I had no idea they did any of that until <laughs> my brother graduated culinary school from there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until they announced, like, I think it was 2017 he went there. So I didn't know any of that until they announced the graduating class of 2017 GED and all that kind of stuff and I'm like are you kidding me like I could have walked I feel robbed mm-hmm. yeah for real yeah you have to wear blue and gold mm-hmm. cap and gown though I feel like though they don't care whether or not you know because they figure you're gonna drop out yeah because mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think my whole graduating I mean, I'm sure there was a lot more people that graduated or had got their GEDs at the same time as us, but there was only, like, 12 of us that were actually walking graduation. Yeah. So. Yeah, there were, like, I think 11 people in the class that I took. I just, I really feel like they're, like, you know what, they're dropouts. Who gives a fuck if they know or not? Mm Mm-hmm. And I hate that attitude. Yeah, me too. Like, just because my life took a turn and I'm not able to finish schooling does not mean or that I'm worthless. I'm and they also make it, like, really impossible to pass sometimes, too, because if you pass every section of the GED with, what like, the basic score to pass, you still don't pass the GED. Right. Because you, you have, have to get over a percentage. Yeah. And, like, wh- why? Why set us up for failure like that? Exactly. And, like, nobody believes me when I say the uh, GED is harder than actual schooling. Oh, it is. Yeah, it definitely is. But 
and it was crazy because like when I was getting ready to drop out, um, I had worked with <coughs> Mr. Brennan and Mr. Blue to take GED portions of classes that I couldn't take mm-hmm. that I was failing in. So I took an English credit and I took a science credit and I passed all that. But then when I dropped out, it didn't matter anymore. I had to take the full GED again. So you have to have like a, what is it? Like a 2,500 is like the perfect score. And then I think you have to have like over 2,100 to pass or something. And I had 2,250. Yeah. It was 250 off from being a perfect score. Thankfully though, if you don't pass the first time, they let you retake whatever section you want to take. And so I ended up taking English over again because that was my strongest suit. And I ended up getting just enough points extra to pass. But yeah, it's hard. It was hard shit. Like, you know, I didn't drive yet. My pap had to take me all the time. I went two or three times a week to like do the prep because I wanted to get that shit done faster than, you know, coming once a week for a month or whatever. And then sitting during that freaking GED was like killer because my pap had to wait. And yeah, it was hell, but get all that extra pressure. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad I did it, but it also never helped me get anything in life. Like, no, it didn't. And I don't understand why they think that that's going to be such a big deal. Yeah. There are yeah, people. Well, there are if you people... want to go to college, you have to have that transcript. Yeah. Or else you really can't go. To Which college. is true. I went to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh for two years. And that was fucking hell trying to get into that because. They had this thing about, like, your parents still needing to sign off on your shit or whatever. And I was like, I don't have a mother, you know, technically. And they were like, all right, well, we need you to send an obituary or something to prove she's dead. What the fuck? They're very particular. Yeah, it's like, why would I lie to you about something like that, you dumbass? It was hell to try to get in there. And then they completely screwed me over with financial aid at the Art Institute, so... So I ended up not even finishing two years. And I'm still paying on the damn thing. Yeah. Like seven years later. And all I was, I was going for photography and journalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pretty much do photography freelance. So I'm like, whatever. I don't need it. I don't need that schooling. Mm-hmm. That's why I run my business as like word of mouth too. Because I don't really want the crap from people. It's like, oh, you're not actually a photographer. Like you don't have any schooling. You know, and I'm like, whatever. Does any photographer actually do anymore? I have no idea. Probably not. I think everybody's freelance. Yeah, pretty much at this point they are. I would love to be able to work for like the Dominion Post or like the DA though. It's been my dream. Like My actual dream is to work for National Geographic. But that'll probably never happen. Only because I want to be able to travel and take pictures for a living. I wish, I wish money was no object because then I would just like buy me a, like a mobile home on and just leave and never look back just stay somewhere all the time I me mean, one of my main goals in life is to see at least see all 50 states me too i want to hit every national park in the united states i think there's actually an ultimate road trip thing on pinterest if you look it up it shows you like how to go from here like through every corner of every state or whatever it shows you how to get through every state i found it on pinterest it's called the ultimate road trip that would be awesome i actually thought about doing something like that a couple years back for a vacation week 
with uh, Eric, we were going to take off in West Virginia and just like drive to all of our national or state parks, I guess, because mm-hmm. we have a shit ton in West Virginia. Yeah. And uh, so we thought about just like taking off and going to all these different state parks and um, staying the night at a few of them or whatever and spending like the whole week just traveling all all of our counties. And Oh, my God. Let's make it a girl's trip. That would be awesome. Like legit. I'm ready to go right now. I have a suitcase packed in like 10 minutes. Do you enjoy dancing while burning calories that you consume throughout the day? Well, you're in luck. My name's Stephanie, and I am a dance to fit instructor based out of Morgantown, West Virginia. I offer dance fitness classes, which are full body workouts. Um, I do it three times a month, every other Saturday and one day during the week, typically 6.15 to 7.30. You can find me on Dance Fitness with Steph on Facebook to keep up on date with all of the events. Each class is $5 a person. Bring your friends and come and dance and have fun with us. We dance to Christian, hip-hop, pop, and even some country. There is something for everyone. We modify dance moves, so whether it's your first time or your hundredth time, your only competition is yourself. Only Murders in a Building, have you watched? I watched the first season, but not the new one that they're coming out with. Because I think there's a new season out, right? Uh, They're filming it now. Okay, I knew they were coming out, but I did watch the whole first season. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. It's really good. Like, honestly, having Martin Short and, uh, uh, what's the say, Steve Martin, like, in the show together is hilarious. That alone is perfect. Yeah. Martin Short is one of my favorite actors, like, my favorite, for instance, like, my favorite Santa Claus movie is the third one where he plays Jack Frost. Right? Like, I love Martin Short so much. He's almost, he's almost as iconic as Leslie Jordan. Like, the two of them together, freaking amazing. Under the Banner of Heaven? Hmm. I think that's Garfield in it. It's on Hulu as well. I want to binge watch that one too. Yeah. Because it's true crime. And then there's another one coming out about like the Girl Scout murders. Mm -hmm. Like the little girls like went out in the forest and it was like a camping trip and they were murdered. Jeez. That's coming out pretty soon too. So there's a lot of true crime that I'm going to binge watch. I know I can't wait. I love watching that shit. Mm-hmm. I pay for Discovery Plus just so I can watch all the true crime shit whenever I want to. Hey, that, like, show, that, that app Peacock that I, yeah. uh, I told you about, you can go on that. Uh, I think it's under channels. Mm-hmm. And they have a ton of free on demand true crime stuff. I actually pay pay for the premium Peacock because if not, I couldn't watch Bel Air. Stupid. You could watch like two episodes of it and then it was like, you gotta pay for premium Peacock. And I'm like, fine. Have you watched Bel Air yet? Nope. No, it's a remake of Fresh Prince Bel Air. 
Yeah. And uh, Will Smith produces it. I haven't watched it. It's really good. I have. I tell you what, I'm waiting on though. Like I'm waiting on a new season of Castle Rock to come out, but they don't. They don't seem like they're gonna renew it on Hulu. I hope they do, but it's been a year, almost two years, I think, since there's been a new season of Castle Rock. Do you know so. who produces it? Like, is it CW or Freeform or something? What Castle Rock? Yeah. I don't know. Like I know it's on Hulu, but like you know, certain channels produce certain things. Um, reason why I ask is because like I just found out that the CW and Freeform have canceled a ton of shows. Hmm. Like I think. Uh, I think I think Castle Rock might be um, a Hulu original. Yeah, I'll have to look it up and see, but. My the first season, it, the whole point of Castle Rock is it's based around Stephen King novels, mm-hmm. you know, because Castle Rock is you know part of his town that he talks right. about. The first season is all about Bill Skarsgård. Ooh, he plays in it. And he plays in it. It's so good, and it's just it was such a good series because it's so eerie. I mean, it's Stephen King, so like obviously it's going to be eerie, but to have Bill Skarsgård in it and not play Pennywise was kind of funny. But he was so good in it. He played like this creepy dude. Oh, it was so great. He pulls creepy off well. Oh, he does, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. All the Scarzards are actors. Bill Scarzard plays creepy well, and Alexander Scarzard plays very hot well. <laughs> Just like every see every show he's ever been in, he's shirtless. And I'm like, yes, please. <sighs> Anyways. The Scarzard boys are definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> Alexander Scarzard plays Eric Northman in True Blood. Mm-hmm. And he plays what's his face in Viking. Oh, God. Plays a Viking very good. It's just like Joseph Morgan. I'm like, please, God. Joseph Morgan plays Klaus Michelson in the original mm-hmm. in Vampire Diaries love him to death like if i can meet him in person like i would die he's such a pretty man okay you might find me crazy for saying this but jeffrey dean morgan is the same way for me like watching because you know the first time i ever seen him was in scream you know he played in scream and he played um um Dean Winchester and Sam Winchester's dad in freaking Supernatural forever ago. And since then to now, I'm like, he's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's just like Johnny Depp. Yeah, him too. The older he gets, the hotter he gets. Robert Downing Jr., older he gets, the hotter he gets. Like, (laughs) he plays bad boy really well, too. Yeah, because, like, I don't think I've ever looked at Johnny Depp and been like, wow, he's ugly. (laughs) Like, clear from when he played in Crybaby or The Outsiders way back when to Mm -hmm. now, he's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. He really is. It's the same way with uh, George Clooney. I know, man. And, like, even though... What's his name? Gosh, I forget his name right now. But anyways, yeah. And, like, it's so funny because, like, we'll go back to Johnny real quick. 
The funniest thing about Johnny Depp is the more disheveled he looks, the hotter he looks. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with me? That like, what does that say about me? Dumpster. He's sleeping in the dumpster and you're like, mm, I mean, you could still get it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because if I, roll, if I rolled out of the house like that, you would automatically think I'm homeless. Yeah, it's like, she's definitely homeless. That's like, why I don't wear sweatpants. Like, I, I, I don't understand how these girls can go out wearing, like, sweatpants and a t-shirt and look cute. And I'm like, nah, I'd look homeless. Yeah. Like. I look like I haven't left my room in 40 years. Yeah. I'm only 29. <laughs> it Exactly. That's like I try to look cute in like button down shirts. So you know how like those girls wear like a cami underneath with like a button up can like flannel or whatever. Yeah. I I try to look good in that and I look like a lumberjack. <laughs> it's like I don't look cute at all. Same. I'm I like, have broad shoulders though. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I I'd look like a man. Mm, I feel it, girl. Wide shoulders. Built like a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> Built different. Just because I look like a linebacker doesn't mean I'm handling your bullshit like a linebacker. <laughs> right. I am yeah. a big baby. Please do not do that to me. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I just hate. I just hate the stigma around, like, trying to look good. I do, too. I'm just, like, uh, at this point, I'm, like, done. I'm, like, I look good for my damn self. If you don't like it, don't look. Look, as long as my hair is brushed, my teeth are brushed, and I smell good, why do you care what I look or dress like? It's just too easy for people to be all up in everybody's business because nobody has a life anymore. It's, like, it seems like. You know, I'll use my life as an example because, you know, uh, you know how many times I've been told by like people that don't even know me, like, oh, you're you're doing this with your life. You're doing that to your life. You better watch out who you're with. Do this, that and another. And I'm like, I appreciate y'all's opinion. However, I don't care. Right. What you have to say. I'm learning about things in my own way. And the person that you knew is not the person that I know right now. So, like, thanks, but also mind your business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know. no, completely understand. And like you said, they don't know you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna put themselves in your life. Like, first of all, why don't you take the time to get to know me before you tell me how to live? Exactly. Yep so crazy that reminds me of that tiktok where it's like if you don't like me that's fine but watch your mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just crazy it's like you know and i pretty much keep to myself too like that's what's that's what drives me so crazy about my life and how many times i've been like picked on and shit because i keep to myself and i guess that makes me a target i don't know it's like I'm never I'm never able to just be happy with my body or happy with my lifestyle or anything like that because there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to look at me and be like, oh, you look fat in that outfit or your relationship's trash or, you know, 
this, that, and another. And I'm just like, why? Why is it such a big deal when someone's finally their life? Why can't you just let them be happy? Like, why do you have to try to ruin it? Right. I always, somebody tells me I look fat in an outfit and be like, well, I was fat before I put the outfit on. So I doubt it's the outfit that's making me look fat. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Tell someone like, oh my God, I w- I'm so fat. I hate the way I look. And they're like, no, but you're beautiful. You're pretty. Like, <laughs> yeah. I said I was fat. I didn't say it was ugly. Yeah, right. Like, like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh, I tell you what, I pissed Justin off really bad the other day. It was so funny because he doesn't get mad at me very often. But I have this thing about my weight still. I mean, I'm still dealing with some trauma from, you know, the mm-hmm. situation. Um, but we hit a bump or something and we were coming out of Shoney's, I think it was, and we hit that bad bump right below like advanced auto. And I was like, oh yeah, it's all this it's all this weight on this side of the car. <laughs> he was like, shut the hell up. He's like, you're not fat. And I was like, yes, I am. That's why the car hit that hit that pothole. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I do feel like that all the time. It's like sometimes I don't even mean to, but I'm so used to like making fun of myself before somebody else can make fun of me. Yeah, right. You know, so you just want to get it out in the open and over with. Yeah. But he has any comments. Exactly. And it sucks that that's how I've had to live my life, but like, you know, that's the way it is. That's Things are getting better though. We live in. That's the society we live in. As many times as I've been told like you're fat and stupid, blah blah blah, blah you know, after a while you start to believe that about yourself mm-hmm. and then now it's like a defense mechanism like if someone is I don't know. I feel like if someone looks at me and says you're like you're beautiful to me like I love you how you are I'm like "Uh uh-huh what do you want you know like they all say that in the beginning like when is that gonna change yep like I automatically assume that if someone starts talking to me they just want to sleep with me and that's it Mm -hmm. like there's no chance they they would actually want to spend time with me or live their life with me I'm just a, a warm bed for a little while and then they're gonna move on and I know that's not true, but it feels true because that's how it's been my entire life. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Even being in a relationship, you still feel like that. I hate to tell you that. (laughs) I mean, obviously not every relationship is going to be like what I went through, but most, most do and some do, um, you know, but, um. You know, but but once you find that person that will actually talk to you and, like, get to know you, it's, like, a whole different world, and you almost don't believe it. You know, you're kind of like, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop, you know? Yeah. Like, you start to be happy, and then you, you almost pull back because you don't, you're afraid of being happy because then when you start to actually fall, you're like, all right, quit being stupid. Like, something's going to happen. And that's when shit happens because you kind of make it happen. Um, I sabotage a lot. Same. A lot. I do it all the time because there's been a few people in my life kind of quote unquote abandon me. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so it's giving me those abandonment, those trust issues. And if someone, say someone goes like a day or two without talking to me, I already, I automatically assume that they hate me, that I've done something wrong. And it gives me such anxiety that I immediately cut them off in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's so irritating <laughs> because yeah. then a year, maybe a year and six months or four years later, you look back and you're like, wow, I was really dumb. And that really could have been a connection. Mm-hmm. But then you fall back into that routine of, but now they're not speaking to me. Now I'm not um, in the same place I was or their tone has changed. So clearly there's something that I've done. And yeah, you know, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. So frustrating. I've had a lot of shitty relationships in my time. Um, you know, and every it's so crazy because every time that you're hurt, whether it be by a family member or a boyfriend or whatever, it leaves a scar that you don't even realize is there until you like meet somebody new. And they start to show like the same signs or anything like that. But I'm having to also learn within myself, you know, and I do go to counseling. I do highly suggest, you know, that because if it wasn't for my my therapist, I wouldn't have made it this far. But my biggest thing is I want to be happy with life, but I'm one of those people that I've been through hell and back my entire life. You know, not not to be all like, you know, pity me, but like, I've been through some shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and a lot, not a lot of people know about my story, which, you know, I may or may not one day share everything, but it, it's been hell. I mean, look at just this last year, almost. Yeah. I mean, I've been through more than what most people go through with relationships specifically, like even before Eric. I mean, you you knew me when I dated Chris. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> love him to death still to this day, but he destroyed me. I mean, I went back to him many times because I he had his hook so deep. And after I got out of that and I actually got with somebody else, I ruined it. Yeah. You know, because, like, I don't know. Like, and when I think back, speaking of relationships, when I think back of some of the people that I dated, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, why? Why did that happen? Like, you know, I'll use one person in, specific, in particular, and you, can, you should talk to him sometime because some shit went down. Jonathan, for an example. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I dated Jonathan? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. I don't, we, I don't know. We were good friends, and I guess that's kind of why we thought. But yeah, we decided way in the beginning, like, yeah, we are just friends. <laughs> yeah, it didn't last long. No, it didn't. It was like a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I really did love watching him play piano, and I still would love to watch him. And I think that's kind of what turned me on then, I guess. This is super weird. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm super blessed that like the situation with Jonathan didn't go further than that. And we really were just friends because we're still friends to this day, thankfully. But like there are certain people that I kind of wish that I would have pursued a little bit more because things might have gotten a little bit better. And there's a few people that I wish that I would have dated later in life versus earlier in life. Right. Because they got super fucking hot when they got older. <laughs> and I was like, why can I not be with you right now? And this particular person, I'm not going to name names. But I worked at Payless at this time and he worked at PacSun. Mm-hmm. And so we would pass each other every day. And we would talk like we had never stopped talking to each other. And by this point, we had probably not seen each other for five or six, seven years. And uh, we started talking and stuff. And he would say things like, you look nice today or you look beautiful and like shit like that. I'm like, listen, boy, you're going to have to quit with all that because you went from nerd to fucking hot as hell. And I, uh, yeah, this particular person I had a relationship with in sixth grade and we stayed friends, sort of, sort of friends throughout our entire high school, like middle school, high school years. We were in the same homeroom. His locker was right above mine. Like it was insane, like how much we stayed in contact with each other. Mm-hmm. But then outside of school, he changed a lot. And oh my God, if he still had some of the qualities that he had when I dated him in sixth grade, now, or then I should say, because this was like five, six years ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wish I, I'll tell you, who, I'll text you who it is, but I don't want to use name because yeah, I think he no, still I has a girlfriend. But um, yeah, I'm actually going to message you right now so I can hear your reaction. Oh God. But yeah, and he got super hot, like long hair, everything. Shut up. Uh, yeah, he's oh, fucking hot. God. Okay, now I have to look him up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he got super, have... like, skater vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. But unfortunately, I lost contact with him, too. Holy shit. He looks so fucking different. What the hell? I know, man. I'm telling you what. Didn't even recognize him. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure that this was the right person. Yeah. Super crazy. And the only other person that I think that really comes to mind, still still sometimes to this day, is Wes. I don't know, my dude. His profile says he's single. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Justin, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, for real, like, back then, he was seeing some girl, and I was like, uh, he friends are to be hardcore. But then, like, he started flirting, too, just slightly. And I was like, you got to stop. Like, we had lunch together because we worked the same shift right down the hallway from each other. So we would have lunch together sometimes. Right. And we would walk outside to, like, smoke and stuff. Like, we would sit outside and talk, um, like, after work and everything like that. And I was like, and, of course, at this time, Eric and I were having trouble, like, always. So it was like if some guy is going to treat me right, it's like, why can I not just 
let them. <laughs> oh my god, I'd let him. Never mind. Mm. David, since I was 16. That's how well it's going for me. All right, guys. So you heard her. She's single. <laughs> Boyfriend applications. Don't be weird. Don't ask for feet pics. Just <laughs> freaking dating after the like my friend Luther's on those a lot. I hate these like horror stories with me about the dating apps. Oh my god. I hate dating apps. I have four of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm I'm blessed that like thankfully I did have someone who was interested in me before Eric and I got together and then like after even like finding out that Eric and I were having issues like thankfully I had somebody because I don't know how I would feel about getting back into the dating game I'd probably stay single the rest of my life that's how it's looking for me that's for sure (sighs) my god like it's always the guys you're not attracted to that swipe on you Mm -hmm. and then occasionally you get like this really really suspiciously hot guy that swipes on you and you're like mm, you're either a catfish mm-hmm. or you're gonna be super douchey when i meet you in real life so i'm gonna say exactly no. yeah like my friend luther has the same trouble with like finding a girl so he's such a sweet guy too unfortunately like sweet dudes get the shit into the stick usually but yeah he's so sweet but he's kind of a nerd too so a lot of people like may find that to be like a turnoff, but honestly, I wish that more girls would be interested in him because he could potentially make somebody really happy. He's a really sweet guy. So, but again, he's on those stupid dating apps and he's all, always finds the wrong girls. I never talked to like, there's only one guy. Literally, I pretty much say no to everyone, mm-hmm. but not too long ago, I ended up matching with someone, like, literally, I think two days ago, ended up matching with somebody, mm-hmm. and he already has my phone number now, so we're, like, talking and all this kind of stuff, and we're not planning on meeting up soon. But just take it really extremely, like, as slow as I possibly can. Let me know how that works out for you, because I tried to take it slow with a certain somebody, and that didn't happen. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, tried, I tried the whole, like, yeah, like, let's get to know each other. Like, let's be friends. Uh, that lasted four days <laughs> before it got serious. Quickly. Just some things are meant to work like that, though. I guess. It's they so feel right when they work like that. Well, yeah, because a lot of this, a lot of the things surrounding it, I prayed for and was, like, confirmed by actions and conversations. So it was like, I, God, you playing with me? Or, like, is this really it? Is this what I've supposed right. to always have? Like, this is suspiciously what I asked for, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, because a lot of times too, I'm a firm believer, and I told, I mean, and I'll tell you this too, I'm a firm believer that everybody has a person, okay. and sometimes you know sometimes your soulmate can be your significant other and sometimes your soulmate could be like a best friend or like a close relative or something like that but my thought is is like if if you can have a conversation with someone and it be an all-day conversation I'm talking from the butt crack of dawn to the time you go to bed and it's effortlessly easy to be like to have a conversation it's like that to me feels like that's your person right. because it's so hard to find someone that you can talk to about anything and not be judged and also I'm a firm believer that God molds people so sometimes like when you think you should have been together with this person and you would have loved to have been together with this person they weren't ready for you because God was still working in them as well. Right. So when it's meant to be and it's current meant to be, I don't know. It just feels different. And like, I don't know, but still you also still have that like trauma from past relationships. that's just like fucking with you all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just want to love this person. But I don't want to hear with pe- hear what people have to tell me about. Oh, you're moving on, blah 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 blah. You know, it's so dumb. When something ends, you don't just stay there where it ends. You move on. Yeah. Especially when you've kind of been in the limbo phase of like moving on for quite a while. Yeah. And then when you finally, for the lack of a better word get free I mean it sometimes isn't hard to move on when you find what you should have had from the start right so you know I don't know fate yeah huge believer in fate like if it's supposed to happen it's going to happen it may not be right now may not be in the next couple of years maybe 10 years down the road it doesn't matter if it's meant mm-hmm. to happen it's going to happen yeah yeah sometimes it happens when you don't even want it to happen mm-hmm. and then you're like why did you allow this to happen but then you look at the whole situation and you're like Makes this sense. could actually be it yeah you know, and then you start to want to do things quickly that you shouldn't do quickly, but you're like, I just want to do these things quickly, like babies and things like that. My biological clock is running out. And you, I'm pretty sure, I don't know how true it is, but I'm pretty sure you lose like half of your eggs after you by the time like you're 30 or something like that yeah they say it's extremely hard it's not impossible to have a baby after 30 but they say it's extremely hard to have your first child after the age of 30 right so i got eight months (laughs) (laughs) something like that i don't know yeah so (sighs) yeah it's crazy and i've wanted kids for pretty much since i was like i think i started wanting kids when i was 23 
and uh, I did get pregnant twice, technically, and didn't really make it that far into the pregnancy, which then I found out it was because of my hormones or something messed up with that, and then we tried like a third time, and that time didn't work out either. So then Eric kind of got scared and didn't want to try to have kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I am, no children. And yeah, would like to have children. It'll but happen. It'll yeah, happen. It, it might happen sooner than later, but let's hope it doesn't. Because I got a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> <clears throat> but honestly, like I wouldn't care either. Like, I mean, obviously, like it would it would hurt some people more than it would hurt others. And some people would be super disappointed in me. Um, and there'd be a lot of judgment, but I really I like wouldn't care per se. No. You gotta but... do what's best for you. Mm-hmm can't live your life for anybody else or you're going to end up miserable yeah take it from somebody who has done that most of their life yeah there's just quite a few people in my life that like I'm super blessed to have Mm -hmm. that would be super disappointed in me if I didn't do things the right way you know like divorce and then do the things and then like the marriage and then like all the things but sometimes things happen and I'm human so yeah like and I hate the phrase the right way Mm, right like is it the right way because they did it that way I'm kind of at the age too where like I'm ready to just like be happy finally and you know just live my life because I've been held back for so many years yeah if the other half is allowed to move on and do whatever they want you should be allowed to too Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be confined in a box and no doubt it's because you're a woman Mm -hmm. I hate to bring up sexuality because I feel like it shouldn't be a part of it but it is and I don't know why this, this stigma is there that once a divorce happens or a separation happens or a breakup happens, that women can't move on right away. But the men can. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people don't agree with, like, how I'm choosing to move on or, like, not really how, but, like, what I'm giving him. A lot of people don't agree with me. But my biggest thing is, like, I'm also not out to completely destroy his life because it was obviously like in the beginning, it wasn't like a mutual breakup because like, you know, he cheated, but in the end, it really was like a mutual thing. And like, we're still really good friends and we just really don't want to hurt each other. Like some people do. And, you know, know, I have people that are like, Oh, take him for all he's worth. And I'm like, but I don't want to No. Like, I kind of want it to just be over. 
and yeah. for both of us to be able to do what we want and I mean, for goodness sake, you've spent all this time watching him build his life up until this point. Why would you want to rip that apart? Exactly. Like, you were there through the pain, the sweat, the tears, like, the whole nine yards. You helped build that life. Mm -hmm. Like, if you take him for everything he's worth, then you're ripping apart what you've made as well. It makes no sense. None. Yeah. That's why, you know, I've I've allowed <coughs> I've allowed him to keep his relationship a secret, you know, and I haven't told many people who he's with or how they met or anything like that because A, it's not my business to tell. B, it would destroy his life. Right. And I don't want to do that. And like, yeah, it sucks that I had to give up my home, but I did that because I don't want it. I mean, I don't want the memories of nine years of our life there. Right. You know, I don't want to bring my new family into this home. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, it's my way of like moving on. Yeah. So, plus I'm trying to make it as easy for him as I possibly can. I know people don't agree with that. Yeah, because, because of what he did to me, but I also don't want to hurt him. Exactly. And if the tide was turned, you would want him to help you make it as easy for you to move on. Right. Oh. So people sharing their opinion on something that isn't going to destroy their lives, just pointless. Mm-hmm. Completely pointless. Yeah. Yeah, because like now that um, <clears throat> excuse me, now that we're separated, there's people that have been like, <clears throat> "Oh my gosh, like I'm so happy you guys are finally separated. Like, you guys haven't been happy for years. He hasn't treated you right for years." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Why didn't you say something then?" They're like, "Ah, oh, because you needed to learn from your own mistakes." <laughs> I'm like, "Then why do you have an opinion now?" Yeah. If you if you weren't really willing to help me <clears throat> then then why are you willing to put your two cents in now yeah like so that's such like, gross behavior man like you're gonna sit there and say thank god <coughs> and then you're gonna turn around <clears throat> and condemn you for moving on <coughs> right in the same breath almost yeah <coughs> the shame and disgrace yeah yeah, and it's like, you know, um, I'm also a firm believer that, like, you really can't help who you love sometimes, you know, and sometimes it's hard to even fathom um, the feelings that you have for somebody mm-hmm. or anything like that, because some of what is going on with uh, Justin never even happened with Eric. Some of the things that he has said, some of the things we've done together, talked about our value, you know, stuff like that. And it's so crazy because it's like, why is it so easy? And so you kind of start to question like, am I blinded because I've been hurt for so many years? And now that I have something good, it's like, 
am I just blinded by wanting to be happy and wanting to be loved? Or is this really like what I should have had? And now having to go through what I went through, being able to see what's actually good for me now. Right. I'm like actually opening my eyes, I guess. Yeah. And it's scary. Like <laughs> you experienced everything you didn't need. Now you're receiving everything you've wanted. And it's scary because I'm like, I'm at the point right now so soon that like, I don't know. I think I'd be devastated if something happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, like major heartbroken only because I've seen what it's like to be happy, I guess. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain because like, I mean, Eric and I were happy for a lot of years. And even still now, after all this shit, like, when we talk to each other, sometimes, like, he'll message me, and I'll message him, like, hope you have a good day or whatever. We talk better now than we did when we were together. (laughs) And it's crazy. You know, we talk more about us and more about his relationship and my relationship, and we're open with each other more than we were ever being married. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why it makes me wonder like why could we not have had that friendship in our relationship to where we could talk like that and why is it so easy right now for us to talk like that it's just crazy yeah because we're really good friends now like I love him I always will and you know he'll love me but and that's never been the question you know we didn't separate because we don't love each other you know we separated for a lot of reasons right and it was a mutual separation at the end. Unfortunately, he pushed it along a little further than, you know, probably it, we wanted it to be. But, I mean, it was time. Yeah. So, but yeah, relationships are just like, I don't know. I mean, the Bible says, like, everything has its season. And it definitely feels that way, too. Like, there's so many things lining up already <clears throat> already in my current current life that I would have never expected to happen let alone so soon but at all <clears throat> so it's like I don't know it's just crazy like I do feel like this might be you know the real thing and it's scary because I'm like, am I am I really going to let my life finally calm down and finally, like, That'll live be- every day like it's my last? So, crazy. That's usually the point where I start self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You'll have to ask Justin sometime how bad I am. Because he'll say stuff like, he calls me beautiful a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm, what do you want? What do you want from me? He's like, nothing. I just think you're beautiful. And I'm like, uh-huh. And then I'll start pinpointing everything that's not beautiful about me. Right. And he'll be like, you stop that. He's like, I love you. I love you the way you are right now. He's like, I didn't fall in love with you for who you could be. He said, I fell in love with you for who you are right now. And I was like, boy, you better quit with that shit. Because I I always get back to, like, 
well, I'm working on it. You know, I'm doing these classes. I'm doing this diet or I'm doing this, that, and another. And he's like, I mean, if that's what you want to do to make you happy, then I'll support you. But I want you to realize that I love you exactly how you are. So if you would never change, I'd be, I'd still love you no different. And, it's and then I'd be like, uh-huh, I'm sure. hard to hear that and it's hard to process it when you've been taught your entire life that that is not how you should view yourself. Yep. Yep. I think. But I tell you what, once you actually believe it, you start to believe it, you start to feel like a whole different person. Like, I've been wearing outfits on the weekends that, you know, he comes over and things that I would have never thought I would ever put my body into. And I feel great in them Good. for a while. <laughs> and sometimes I'll get one and I'll be like, mm, no, mm-mm, I ain't doing it. And then I end up doing it anyways. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. yeah, you're lying. Like, yeah, it's crazy how your mindset changes. Even just a little bit every day, whenever you feel like you're worth something to someone finally and you don't have to stay up at night like wondering why you're not good enough because this person like makes sure that you know how good you are to them or how much they love you like every day mm-hmm. and it's not just my my favorite one of my favorite things is nonverbal love and you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not something that everybody knows how to do. And being with Eric, you know, he did it a couple times when we first got together, but it quickly faded out because not everybody can do it. But, you know, Justin's really good about like nonverbal loving and communication with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Because there's nothing, there's nothing better than like me. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Like one time we spent the night with Julie and we were driving home and die from a broken heart came on and I was hurting because this was literally like maybe two weekends after Eric and I broke up for the, like the final time. And uh, I turned the song halfway through it and I started like tapping my finger and like moving my leg and I was like getting ready to cry driving home down the fucking Grafton road and he noticed all these little he noticed all these little tiny things that I was doing and he reached over and like rubbed my leg like laid his hand on my leg and rubbed my leg and just the fact that he did that made me realize that he he realized these things and that if I needed him or wanted to talk about it that he was there and that is just insane like it, it blows my mind that him not even really knowing me at that point knew me a little bit but nothing like major knew that he picked up on that so quickly mm-hmm. and it's like that's what like nonverbal love it's just it's crazy when you find that and that's again that's not for everyone but like I mean everybody loves to hear I love you you're beautiful like blah 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 but there's something about like just looking at somebody 
and then them smile back at you and you just automatically know that like everything's going to be okay yeah no words at all and when you find that it's like it's it's almost too good to be true but at the same time it's like this is what I want and you start to feel free like you feel the chains breaking you feel the weight falling off you know it's insane like I sleep better I I don't know your quality of life just changes and you know that's not always that's not always the case like say a boyfriend or a girlfriend or anything like that like a new friend could make you feel that way you know where you've had friends all your life that's been like kind of there for you but then kind of not and then you get one that's like really there for you and really love you and it's like I just wish the world was more like that and it wasn't so uncommon for people to just like love one another yeah like because like less of a popularity yeah it's like I'm I'm one of those people that like I will forever lift women up I don't care what they're going through like I don't, and I'm never going to be like jealous of another woman because, like, if you're doing better than me, babe, like, shit, go for it. You know, I'll support you because I wish I had that. There's just so much going on. And it's just crazy when you fa- actually finally start to have, like, kind of the life you want. Like, obviously, like, there's some things in my life right now that I wish I were different but when you start to live the life that you like want to live and then to have somebody say even like the slightest thing to you to tell you that it's wrong just really really messes with your head and it really messes with like your relationship too yeah and you want to pull yeah and you like you want to pull back but at the same time like in within you you know that's not the right thing to do and everybody keeps telling you that the right thing that what you think the right thing to do is the wrong thing it's like it's killer and it's so messed up because it's not their life mm-hmm. i'm just gonna do what i want and hope that eventually they'll forgive me <laughs> That's you know you shouldn't like... have to seek forgiveness from people who aren't living your life my biggest thing is that technically I'm still married. So it's considered cheating still, but it's really not because like we're separated and like almost completely divorced. But at the same time, like I get it. I get where people are coming from. And I'm trying to, you know, yeah, be standoffish with my relationship I like I don't want to make people look bad or like I I mean obviously I have an image to withhold you know in certain aspects of my life and I'm trying my best to do what I can to do what I can to to be what I need to be for everyone that I need to be there for trying to be super vague because I don't want I don't want to use names and things I get what you're saying but at the same time it's like I want these people to realize that Justin and I are in a relationship like we're not just friends 
and anybody who sees us together that thinks we're friends are y'all are missing majorly (laughs) missing the signs um i mean he literally literally just paid fourteen hundred dollars to get my car fixed the other day not very many friends will do that i don't have any friends that would do that yeah so you know it's it's insane like and it sucks to have to hide him because he has come so far to be the man that he is right now in like I don't know. It's just so you crazy. You would be, be openly proud of him without mm-hmm. being judged. Yep. Which is great. And eventually, like, I'm gonna, it, it will be fine. You know, I will be able to be with him, you know, with the divorce being almost final. Um, you know, that's kind of the final thing. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, and that's what's going to be so crazy is, like, we're still going to be friends. Yeah. So, eventually, like, we're going to have to talk about, like, our relationships with our other people. Mm-hmm. And eventually, <clears throat> we're going to have to go through that weird situation where, like, he's going to meet Justin and I'm going to meet her. But, you know, it's it's already getting to the point where, like, <clears throat> shit doesn't hurt as bad. Like, when we talk about things, because he tells me stuff about when he goes and sees her and stuff. And before, like, it devastated me. Like, I bawled. Even even when Jess and I were starting to get kind of serious. I bawled about everything. But now I'm like, I'm just happy that he's happy. And that gives me kind of the closure that I need to be able to be happy, too. Right. And Eric and I have told each other, like... You know, we love, we love each other and like, we make really good friends, but after this last time we could never be romantically involved again. No, I would never, I mean, I'd never be able to trust him again. And he knows that. Yeah. So, and he's, he's very apologetic about what happened. And like, honestly, like with what's happening with Justin, like I kind of get it because he's like, it just happened. He's like, I don't know how to explain it to you. But it just happened, and, you know, our first kiss came really fast, and us having sex came really fast, and, like, you know, we told each other we loved each other, and he's like, I really felt it, and he's like, I don't know why, but, and I was like, at first I was super hurt about it, but then when he started explaining it to me, I was like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I mean. No point in holding grudges. Nah. Especially when we have such a history. Like, we've known each other 24 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like... And I'm fine being friends with him as long as my significant other is okay with us being friends. Which right. he is. So and As long as they treat your significant other right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. I never, never in my life thought I'd have to go through something like this. No. <laughs> Especially so close to, like, my pap and my grandma passing, too. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, everybody that I, we went to high school with expected us to be together for, like, the rest of our lives. Yeah. But not, nobody knows what happens behind closed doors, so. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I, yeah. that about wraps it up. We'll see you next week.
Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Thank you.